Hey, 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 what's up, Facebook? Okay, so we're going to have Mr. Al Tori Worldwide hop on with this. If I can find him, I'm going to add him, invited him. I wished I probably would have set this up higher. I'm going to stand back here. Perfect. How's my lighting, gang? So I'm getting better at this professional, so I'm looking about the last... Oh, I started YouTubing in 2011, and I've never, it's all been user content, and as I'm growing, I want to get better, so give me feedback how my lighting's looking in my backdrop. Give me some thumbs up if this is better than, uh, than it was. We're going to have some conversation with my main man, Al Tori, if I can figure out how to add him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see here. This is not working well. Hold on, Al. Hold on now. Here we go. Oh, I figured out how to do it here. Nice. Looks like shit. Hey, thanks. I appreciate the positive feedback, Derek. Apparently, my back screen looks like shit. Dude, this thing is this thing best. There you go, dude. You're like, <laughs> I see you. You look, you look a little bit blurry. A little bit. I'm blurry, dude. I'll tell you what it is. It's those dang, those dang kids and their uh, net Netflix. You know what I mean? That's what yep. it is. They're stream streaming, dude. <laughs> I should turn out my sound here, though. Oh, it's to the top. I wish I had speakers. Testing, testing. One, two, three. Frozen. Craig Mueller says it's frozen. Everyone says it's frozen. Yeah. You want to you want to sign off and come back on? I don't know. Let's see. Is it frozen? Put yes, it's frozen still. If you're still on here, gang. I, I, I look great on this thing. I think your hair is looking the best it's been in a while. Dude, Let it go. Got a breakdown. <laughs> it's frozen. Put, hey, you guys, can you guys, can you guys, hey Dave, does this sound all right? Dave, this they sounds can good? Hear us. They're fucking with us, dude. They're fucking with us, Al. They're, they're fucking with you, man. <laughs> okay, so Al, let's talk the conversation we were talking earlier. Just so you guys know, Al Tory is a great friend of mine, part of the Real Estate Hustlers Mastermind, one of my mastermind partners. He is an ex-pharmacist, recovering pharmacist, right? You're a recovering pharmacist? I don't even know what that means, dude. I'm, <laughs> I still have a not, license. No, I mean, you got out of pharmacy and you got into a career where you can dominate your life versus be dominated, yeah? That's right, dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what were we talking about? Yeah, dude, so I was, I was thinking about this. Like, we're, we're, we talked about so much stuff earlier. We talked about healthcare. We talked about, you know, the one question you asked me, hey, where's your money at? Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, we were talking about financial freedom, right? Because that's like, it's a big deal. And uh, you were, what's up? So you were explaining to me, like, we were talking about the financial freedom account and the long-term account. Like, they're completely different, right? So in my mind, I thought, hey, long-term is like long-term retirement, right? And you're saying, no, dude, long-term is that like Aston Martin that you want to buy. That's the long-term. It's like, that's kind of weird, Right. And, uh, you know, so, so anyway, so, uh, Ronnie's on and Ronnie was in pharmacy school. I wish I, I wish I met you guys before I went to pharmacy school. Anyway, dude. So, all right. We so need, we were, but to the positive, we need good pharmacists, don't we? There yeah. Is I don't to put that down. I love that profession. Look what I'm wearing. I'm wearing my t-shirt where I went to college, you know, and this is it. I went to university of Florida. They took my money. All right. And they taught me how to live life <laughs> on money. Uh, uh, on terms that I wasn't really willing to do, I guess, you know, but anyway, dude, so we were talking about financial freedom and long-term look, I had it all backwards. So you asked me, so financial freedom is really like the account that you're going to use to create other sources of income, like rental properties or like a business that you can flip or, you know, or, or opportunities that come up. That is your financial freedom account that will generate the money. What up, Wayne? So we were talking about that. And then it came to mind that you asked me one question. You said, dude, where is your money? 
And I said to you, dude, it's fine. My money is safe. And, uh, and you were trying to make me wrong. And you really, really did. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I'm not trying to make you wrong. I said I was going to challenge your thinking. Yeah, you did. And you definitely did, man. You took me from here to there, right? So you asked me, dude, where's your money? I said, all right, dude, look, it's in my account. I got my 401k. I got a subdirected IRA. And then I have this account. And then you asked me, well, where's the money in the 401k? I said, well, it's only, you know, 40% of my money there, but, you know, it's, it's there. Then you asked me where it was. So I had to go back on my phone and look up where it was. And, and you're like, dude, if it takes you this long to know where your money is, it's in the wrong place, you know? So, right. so you know, so you had me thinking, and then you said to me, hey, dude, well, why don't you figure out, look, don't change anything right now, but just expand your thinking and just think about this for a minute. Right. If you don't know where your money is, and then we talked about hedge funds, and we talked about you know, you know index funds, and we talked about gold, buying gold, whether we should buy the physical gold or whether we own the index gold. Anyway, so long story short, man, I had to first of all admit that I was wrong, right? Because I need to take care of some stuff, like and make it like I've done a lot of research, Devo. The research I did was based on like working as a w-2 employee yeah you make six figures right. as pharmacists do but i was still as a w-2 employee you get what i'm saying so it was it was very easy to fall back yeah. on 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 the uh on, on on the standards and and the templates in place that make people dumb right right so i think to clarify you, there's three different places they're secure there's comfortable and then there's rich right and yeah. most people go the secure, comfortable, rich. Most people don't even do that. But if they do go, they go the comfortable, rich, which is give their money to a, a financial planner, which isn't a bad thing. But you got to know where your financial planner is putting the money, right? If he's putting it into mutual yeah. funds, 96% of all mutual funds, according to what Tony Robbins teaches, are underperforming compared to the S&P 500. So why put your money there, right? Yeah, hey, that, that's move on. Yeah. If this subject, if this topic is yeah. interesting to you guys, Put yes below so we know it's interesting, so we can have more conversation about this. And if there's any value we bring to you, click the share button right away. So yeah. Patrick says, love the thinking that I you can't that. state where your money is. It's in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah. But Patrick, listen, but let me tell you, Patrick, it's really hard for you to be on the phone with a good friend of yours and them telling you that you're wrong because you're not telling me I'm wrong. It's actually, you're actually really making me realize, like, dude, I think you have a point. I think you may be right, you know, and then, and then, but then I stay on the phone. I'm not hanging up on you or nothing. I said, you know what, dude, I'm going to swallow my pride and realize that I did a lot of research, but I did the wrong research. All right. Right. For me, where my mind is now, look, and then I said to you, what did I tell you? Do you remember what I said to you? Why would I go to 10X, you know, meet Grant Cardone and, and, and read all these books, by the way, all these books, right. And hang You're around and hang You're around of. I'm jealous of you. I'm jealous of you because Grant Cardone posted a picture of you and tagged you on Facebook. I wanted he didn't tag dude, me on Facebook. Dude, man, I thought that was cool too, actually. Um, and uh, and actually, I don't know if you saw this, but we were live on a stream. He was live on the stream, and I was on the stream, and he was like, "Outdoor worldwide." And him and Jared were like joking for like a good thirty seconds. It was funny, worldwide, you know. But look, <laughs> so the point is, like, how could you hang out with these people? talk to all these people and then go back to the old thinking and like hang around like and put and, and, and do stuff with your money with the wrong people that are not at that level thinking at that level. Yeah. I want to, and I don't want to put people down. I don't want to say that. Look, I'm not putting people down. It's just different. I want to say it's a different, uh, dude, it's, it's just, I don't even know Colton. It's just a different way of thinking because I realized what you were telling me was like, Hey dude, if you don't know where your money is, it's in the wrong place, right? You made me realize it. But for me, yeah. a couple of years I, back. You, you made yourself realize it. I just asked the question, where's your money at? Yeah, you're, you're a like, great I don't know where my <laughs> In the PKRTE fund. Like, what the fuck is the PKRTE fund? Right? You don't even know what that is. Oh, my Dude, money here. 40% of my, of my financial freedom account. I don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? I did. I know. But how many people do that? How many people do that unknowingly because they're just not aware? You know, yeah. the first step is becoming a Yeah, and look, you know, like I just got my daughter. I got the, the richest man in Babylon. I just got the book. I got a hardcover because I want my kids to pass it down. Like I want this thing to be like go down 2017. We're going to we're going to put this thing in the family and we're going to carry it on. 
And guess what, dude? I'm really excited because, look, this book teaches exactly what we're talking about right here. Oh, yes. Exactly. Paint yourself first. The yeah. Exact thing. I love my favorite, one of my favorites. So oh. I've got thousands of favorites because that's one of them. Just say goodnight. Say goodnight real quick and go back to bed. Goodnight. Say goodnight. Hey. Hey, I heard this the one her ear hurts. Yeah, look what she's holding her hand. Yeah, oh, dude, you need to go to bed and tell your parents to give you some candy before you go to bed. You deserve it. Yeah, yeah, tell mommy to give you a Kit Kat. All right. <laughs> so, so, dude, so what we were talking about. Oh, oh hey, my one wife, second. I'm going to grab my wife just joined. We're in trouble. What's up? Oh, no. Oh, no. Your wife's coming on. You got it, dude. So, Here's what Patrick says. So, Colton, do you think those funds and stocks are pure BS? It's always felt they're absurd. I think it's a bad investment. I think it's a middle-class investment, and here's mm -hmm. why. Okay, so <laughs> one of the things that a lot of people aren't aware of, when when these or mutual fund managers are, are trading the funds, they're trying to time the market, so to speak, so they're coming in and out with the fund, right? Every time they go in and out and it makes a sell, that that gains is now taxed. They have to pay tax on that. It's in a capital gains tax, one of the highest tax rates that's going to happen the way they're trading it, right? So whose money are they trading? They're trading your money, and they're trading it in such a way it's the highest tax possible way to grow your net worth. There's so many other higher rates of returns that you, for example, a rental property, you can get. I'm getting 12% return on my rentals, and I, those are the ones I own free and clear, right? And on those ones right there. If I want to sell it or move my money, I just tax defer it through a 1031 exchange. I don't have to pay tax on that money, whereas you're paying tax the moment they're in and out on those trades through your mutual mutual fund. Not not to mention, like I said, there's like roughly 7,700 mutual funds right now in the exchange, and 96% of them are underperforming compared to the S&P 500. Why not just put your money in the S&P 500 and stop paying those fees over to those mutual fund people? So we talked about that with Al, supposedly his, his guy, right? Your financial guy at Merrill Lynch is saying you get 9% return on your mutual fund, but they're not factoring in the amount that's being gone. You know, 9%, that's a gain that you have to pay tax on that, right? How much of that's going to tax? And then second of all, I don't know about you, Al, but when you represent your clients, do you work for free or do you get paid? No, yeah, that, that, that's a whole different thing that Tony Robbins talks well, about. Fiduciary. So now, Fiduciary. you got to look to that 9%. How much of that are you paying away to to the the, the fund for paying out the, the people referring you and selling the fund? And, and there's a value for that, like a real estate agent. I understand that. Look, Zillow sell my house. Kevin, real quick, I want to paint this out. Kevin Langan, if there's a place you want to put your money, listen to Kevin. The Vanguard Index 500. It's because it's kind of spread out in some some key uh, stocks with strong growing companies. Your, your your money will probably really grow a solid eight percent in there. Would be my guess. Which 8% is a pretty good return. Decent. I mean, it's not yep. my favorite. I'll take it if my yeah. money's going to sit somewhere. Yeah. And, and actually, we talked about paying off the house. Like, hey, dude, we could pay off the house if we want to, but do you want to do that, right? And then we talked yeah. about, you know, we talked about, okay, so if if you pay it off, your interest is four and a quarter, let's just say, okay. 4%. Mine's at four right now. Well, let's just say, yeah, mine's 375. But let's just say it's a four and a quarter on a bad day for you. Yeah. You can still make twelve percent on your on your on your actual, you know, on your, on your money versus paying off the house. But it's so I still write it up on my journal, paying off the house, even though I can't. I just I think I still write it up. We because, talked about this the other day. Isn't it funny how the government rewards middle class activity? The well, government rewards yeah. you for having an, having the mortgage and using the interest as your pay as your write off. Mm -hmm. The only reason I have a mortgage is because I'm making more money when I lend people money, right? Mm -hmm. The only reason I have a mortgage is because I make a higher return with my cash somewhere else, not because of the write-off. That's 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 poor man's thinking. Is your Al? I'm going to quiz you. Is your house an asset or a liability? Liability, my friend. Liability. Liability. Yeah. Hey, you know one thing I learned from Grant is Grant talks about this, and uh, we talked about how he he rents the place that he lives down there, the forty million dollar condo. He's renting. Yep. You know. Yeah. And, and, that and, was when I had that solar guy. I don't know if you saw me post. The solar guy came by, and he said he said safe. He said risk safe. Safe is the new risky. I loved it when he said that to him, but. Um, 
anyways, uh, we, we were talking about, I don't even know what we were just talking about, Al. I just lost my train of thought with the freaking solar guy, dude. Dude, I don't even know what we were talking We talked about Vanguard, then we talked about paying off the house. We talked about renting versus buying, whether you should oh. buy, you know, whether you should yeah, pay off yeah. the home. Right. This is what I told the solar guy, because he's trying to tell me, right off the bat, I said, dude, I'm not interested. I appreciate your hustle, door knocking. Go knock somewhere else. Get your next sale, because you're not, you're not getting it here, but I totally respect yeah. what you're doing, right? Plus, I got his contact number. I'm going to call him tomorrow and recruit him to come work with me. But one of the things that, that homeowners <laughs> aren't aware of, when you look at that solar power, right, 30, 30 years is what they paint the picture as of the money you'll save doing solar. What they don't factor in is in the next two to five years, you're moving, dude. You know what I mean? Most homeowners yeah. are moving every two to five and, years. And, and who's going to carry that debt? Who's going to carry the debt? Now that goes along. Now that goes with the house, right? Yeah. You've you got to sell it. And now it's got to be someone's got to buy that liability. But there's other people that will buy the liability. If you're going to live in the house for 30 years, it makes sense. I'm probably going to move in the next two to four years. I'm not years. planning on living in my house for years. I'm not planning on it. You know, I was I was at Home Depot the other the other day, uh, and and the guy was really good at what he was doing, cutting the closet doors and doing it. He did a, such a good job. He goes, "Man, I've been here 18 years, man. I know what I'm doing." I was like, "Wow, man, good for you, man. Like that's this guy's master at his craft, you know. And Dude. obviously, it's comfortable. But if he went out cutting doors like he was cutting my doors, like this guy would be a billionaire. Seriously, this guy was a master cutting these things, you know. But it's yeah. the thinking that's very to teach that really because i've been there before man look i was i i i worked in the big retail chains and to this day i think my my old boss and marie you know god bless her for telling me hey dude you gotta go that's the best thing she did because she expanded my thinking look where i'm at today right so hey, your, it's a cool your wife thing. just popped in green juice young oh. you drink green oh juice yeah now? She's, she's a dude she's the best dude she even she's thinking a little bit like 10xing, you know, and then she's drinking green juice in the morning. It's like, what are you doing? She's leaving, that's yeah. why she's stimulating her brain. Yeah. She's, she's really cool. She's a big shout out to my wife. She, I, she's the only girl I found to put up with me, dude. That's a big deal. The only girl I found to put up with me. Such a big deal. So dude, if you can find a gal that will put up with you, yeah. you're set for life. Hey, it's not easy. if you guys enjoy these conversations, continue to put she guests is. that enjoy them. Give us some reactions so we know whether the hey. topic's a good topic or not, and then hit the share button. Do me a favor and click the share button. Here's what I'm going to do, actually. I'm not giving an Amazon gift card today. What I'm going to offer, because I get a lot of requests every day to give out my scripts, my voicemail. By the way, I call it a power voicemail. I get callbacks that turn into listing from that voicemail. If you share the stream, I will share with you my voicemail that I leave on all expireds. Ooh. If you're in real estate. He's now, if you're real estate, and if you're not a real estate, let's say you're, I was talking to a good friend of mine today, dude. Wow, pharmacist. If you're not a real estate and you're in the field, I can teach you about affiliate marketing and what I'm working on to generate passive income. It's really, really cool. I was talking to a good friend of mine, and um, just to, just to give you an idea, he worked for CBS, right? And uh, I was talking about affiliate marketing and, and residual income, and he thought I was talking to like Mandarin, like he was. I was talking Chinese. He was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" But as soon as I said to him, look, dude, you're like the perfect guy for this stuff. And I'm not trying to sell him on anything, dude. I just want to see what, what, if people out there understand what I'm talking about. And he's like, oh, dude. So you're, and he's like a really dude that works out and he looks great. And I was like, dude, you could, you could do your own protein shake. I don't know, dude. You could, you, you could sell your own protein powder and get sponsored, whatever, dude. This guy's out there working out CrossFit at 4.30 in the morning every day, seven days a week, you know? So the point is you could create a residual income by sharing the skill set that you have that you've gained over the years. So let's talk about two, two topics. One that's my favorite. We'll start with this one that's not my favorite, and then we'll move to my favorite, which is financial freedom. If you guys, would you be excited to have money come in out of thin air into your bank account? If you would be stoked with that, give me a dollar sign below if you're cool with that, and click the share button. Al, What's let's up? talk about your... Experience. And this is one of the reasons, in my opinion, financially free is so important. I, I know I talk about traveling and nice cars and nice houses and owning property and that stuff. But on the other side of this, why you have to become financially free is you look at the risks of not being able to get care for yourself, whether it's medical care, whether you have an emergency. I mean, you never know what could go wrong, right? You got to be prepared for that. So 
you were a pharmacist for how many years? Uh, for seven years. And how would you rank our current healthcare system on a scale of one to 10, one being the worst on the planet, 10 being the best thing ever for human, humankind? I'm going to build report with you right now by standing while I speak. Oh, nice. I was about to sit down, actually. Well, if you do, then we're going to break report if you do that. So, all right, dude. So, look, I got to tell you something, man. The healthcare, the whole insurance system is so crazy. I remember, I mean, like, there were times that moms would come and pick up a medicine for seizures, and the insurance company wouldn't pay for it, all right? And it would be like $2,000. And the mom would look at me and say, dude, I just pay my insurance. And it's like 600 bucks a month. And they couldn't get the medicine. And it's like, dude, you're getting screwed. And then I realized when I got in the system, because, because I'm working in the field, so it's really easy for me to see it from the outside. But when I'm outside of that system and I don't work as a pharmacist anymore, and I get to like participate in it, if I got to take my daughter to the doctor, I see how screwed up the whole thing is. Because I'm not in that circle anymore where I could call a friend or – or, or do a favor or something like that. I got to literally go in the system like a regular person would. And I realized. Share, share to the viewers what you mean by being in the system. What advantages you had as a pharmacist in the healthcare system compared to us people that are not part of that system. So like if you're, if you're a doctor, if you're a pharmacist, like, you know, you could call your doctor friend and say, hey, can I come see you, man? And like, you know, yeah, sure. And you start a chart. You go see the doctor, your friend. And, uh, and you say, well, dude, like, just like a lot of times they would just see you and be part of like, it was like a colleague thing. They would see you and be done with it and tell you what was wrong with you. Five minute interview, five minute, you know, meeting. And then you were out the door. But now on the outside, I got to go literally check in like a regular person, make a regular appointment, bring my insurance card, give it to the girl, call the insurance company to see if that service is covered. Try to find out if that place is covered. Because look. If I went to a friend of mine to see the doctor, he's a friend, and my insurance is not taken by that doctor, and they want to be kind to me because I'm a good friend of them, and I bring value, they probably still see me anyway, you see? But what I'm saying is, like, being in, being in, going to look for service, it was really crazy to see that now I, I actually got to spend a lot more money than I did before. You know, like, I went to pick up something the other day, like, just, just something simple, like a cream, and it was, like, $296. I told yeah. the girl, hey, man, I look at this out and this is, this is why I'm so fumed on this topic of healthcare. And I don't think, I don't think I, the system's just broken and, and I've just accepted that. Right. And mm -hmm. that's why what I'm about to tell you is why for me is another reason being financially free is so important. See my monthly premium is just under $700 a month. Okay. Yeah. My, my deductible out of pocket before my insurance company will pay anything besides uh, a vasectomy, they'll pay that 100%, right? That's the one thing they'll cover 100% of the vasectomy, right? But, but, but they won't, they won't, I have to pay out of pocket $14,000. $14,000. Before you get covered. Before right? you get covered. Yeah. Right? Before I get covered. And yet I can look over and I can see someone that is not taking control of their financial world or their life yeah. and, and not taking responsibility. And they can sign up through the same healthcare program for ten dollars a month, and I pay And they've got like a five hundred dollars deductible, and I've got like a fourteen thousand for my family. That's what drives me nuts. Is I'm yeah. the one getting out of bed at four thirty in the morning. I'm the one that's taking control of my life, brainstorming my business, throwing out new products, growing my real estate sales company, and creating value. But yeah, I'm paying for these motherfuckers. That's what pisses me off. Isn't that crazy? There's no way. There's no way to ever. Everybody's but, subsidized in there. There's, too, there's no way to ever fix it. I don't think there is. So my choice is this. I can sit and complain about it and, and not have anything change. Or right. I can say, well, fuck it, dude. I got to pay for this no matter what. I got to make money to cover it, right? Like, that's the reality of it. That's it. Look, I, I, I feel like there's, there's no problem big enough. Now I see this. There's no problem big enough that more prospecting cannot fix. Like, more prospecting. We'll fix it all. Prospecting. The more prospecting could would not fix. But look, I tell you, like I think personally, um <laughs> Dude, Denise says she can help me get better insurance. If you can Actually, get me better can. insurance, she's really good at that. She's there's two good major at that. companies in the state of Utah. There's Molina and then there's Select Health are kind of the ones for, for independent contractor type 
business owners, dude, it sucks either one I go with. Trust me, I've looked at them, Denise. If you can get me better experience in Utah, that I will take it gladly. And and I and that's sitting aside of the Christian coverage and the isn't there like a Catholic coverage? Those yeah. actually sound interesting, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, hey, how about so those that's health financially free is important? Colton, how about those health savings account? Do you believe in those? Yeah. So I just had a conversation with Dustin, um, my CPA. And what we're going to do is we're going to track that this year because I haven't done it before, but we're going to track how much we spend. Like Lennon this week, um, you know, she, she had a fever all week. And so we went to the doctor and, and so we had to pay, right? So we're going to track when we do spend, which isn't a time, but, and then at the end of the year, we're going to make one payment for that amount. And then mm -hmm. how we're going to do it is have the health saving fund reimburse me. So I'm going to get reimbursed um, for what I, what I paid for it. That way, I don't have to to hold so much in the health saving account. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So you're you're going to test it out this year. Which one of the things, guys? It's important to grow your financial net worth and your financial freedom. You've Give got to life. align yourself with great teammates, right? You've got to have a great accountant. You've got to have a great attorney. You've got to have relationships with people that can help you set up and, and do these things correctly. Cause if you don't, like if you're a business owner and you're watching this and you're not, uh, you're not a business owner, if you don't have your entity set up and you have your financial statements every single month and you're having payroll and you're running it that way, if you're just running your income as a sole proprietor or a W2, you are getting taxed at a higher tax rate than anyone else in, on, in our country, the United States and most other countries as well, right? You, you take most of the tax burden. So if you want to shift to the other side, You've got to become a business owner. You've got to get savvy with your money and your investments and your tax incentives. Oh, I don't know how that works. That's a great question, by the way. I thought yeah, you could, I thought you could I do health savings account you make over a certain amount. That's a dusting question. I'm pretty sure you can have a health savings account. I've researched. I mean, I can't confirm that, but I'm fairly certain that you can. Yeah. Hey, so, like, what, what do you do – like, what's the first thing you do? Like, I mean, I could tell, like, if you're going from an employee W-2 status to entrepreneur business owner, what's the first thing you do to get your, like, you know, the 401ks, the health savings account? Like, what do you, like, what do you find all this information? Like, what do you do? Like, I had to go learn it. I had to go figure it out, pay for it, and learn But, but is there a place yeah. you can go and literally the, the dummies book for people that are? Yeah. Um, so the first thing would be is get educated, get financially literate. And unfortunately, you're not taught that in school. You're not taught that by your parents. You're just not. That's no. why I launched Financial Freedom Nation is because I was so tired of people not knowing what they don't know. And, and when I put that post up, I didn't anticipate such a response, such a demand for it. This so was very educated. good. This was helpful. What is that there? What's that? What's that? That's Grant Cardone's playbook. This is that thing. a financial management course? Yeah, that's the oh, whole. That's the whole thing. He talks about the whole thing. What you're talking about, getting educated on getting your money right, and how to like. I think his stuff is pretty complete. You know, it's pretty thorough, and it goes along with exactly what you were saying. You know, he talks about. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 like how to get how to get your money right, the financial freedom. Like you, the way you talk about it is way more detailed. It's for me, it makes more sense for me. You know, but it's one of the things you got to. I would say there's three important things. Number one is massively increase your education in yeah. personal development and financial literacy. Number two is massively increase your working income. So if you're going to put hours in and you're going to go to production, make sure that you're increasing your dollars per hour as high as possible, right? Like Leverage. Leverage. I want to get $1,500 an hour if I'm going to put an hour in, right? And then the third thing is, is then manage that cash flow such that you're, you're going, uh, putting it in the right in, vehicles to where you want to go over time and then time becomes your friend or your enemy because the longer you wait to start flowing your, your money out properly the, the 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 more that compound interest interest works against you if that makes sense yeah we talked about that earlier it says time you're in your favor is time your enemy well it depends yeah. because time is going to go no matter what whether i sit here with my feet up or i go do it every day and get better at something every day Right. Give me some thumbs up if you guys can hear. Is the audio good? Can am I echoing or what? Give me some. I don't. I don't know. You sound great to me. Hey, I, James, I'm gonna check out on that with my CPA because we have a conversation tomorrow about some loans that I'm looking at. So I'll ask him 
and make sure because we talked just on two three days ago and that was the plan chris said <laughs> chris morales said i worked in the dental field insurance never wanted to pay anything especially in insurance or in dental care yeah you so michael here's something funny michael asked why have insurance why have insurance I think you get penalized if you don't have it. No, I guess. Because it's a fucking law. I mean, they're taxing your life, yeah. right? You have yeah. to do it because if you don't, you get taxed a percentage of your net, of your income, Which is right? sick. I'm, Which is crazy. Yeah, it's like 3% like of, of your net income that they tax. So that's a lot of money for me that I'm not willing to be fined. Just pay up front and be done with it. And just have yeah, a high... It is what it is. Hey... Give us some reactions if you guys can connect with ask this. Any questions, questions here. below. Make yeah. sure to ask questions below. Yeah, Cody, so, Cody says S-Corp. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he means set up an S-Corp or do an S-Corp. That's what I did. I have an S-Corp. I recommend yeah. an S-Corp, but I would I would also recommend you get a Rockstar tax accountant on your side For to sure. help you. That's and most tax accounts are going to be that are small business or are personal. They're not going to have the education um, to be able to help you with that. Oh, wait a minute. Is that, who's that? 1% and 2% this year? So 2%, 2% of, of your, of your income is going to be tapped or going to be fine if you don't have health insurance. Yeah. Hey, so what do you think about student loans? Student loans are, yeah. <laughs> you're educating or you're, you're financing shit is what you're doing. Yeah. You're financing talks. It's a toxic a toxic investment all the way around for everyone. So a lot of people don't know this, but I'll tell you, man, the reason for me that I was able to switch careers like that, look, I had like almost no student loans. It was very small compared to what these people are coming out of school with like a hundred grand, 200 grand, you know, like dude, I was paying 200 bucks a month. My student loans were nothing when I made the conversion to becoming a business owner, full, full blown. And it was easier because I didn't have $1,800 a month payment for student loans. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. I got some awesome, awesome videos coming, downloading this week. You want to subscribe Altori to Altori Worldwide. Yeah, Altori Worldwide. Uh, YouTube Altori International. Let's do it. Do you, want to, do you want to see something funny right now? Yes or no? I do. You do? Yeah. Dude, so I'm, I'm, I'm interviewing in the recruiting process for this guy that um, he's doing the gauntlet, where basically he comes in and makes phone calls so we can – see how he's going to go. Right. And I get to the office and I put my headset on and there's this, you know how he's got the little, the boom mic, right? I put my headset on. I'm like, what the hell's on there? Do you guess what was on the tip of my headset when I started to prospect yesterday morning? Spinach. No, no. You ready? Are you ready? Can you see what this is? <laughs> Oh, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, my gosh, dude. It's so funny, dude. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so who did that? That's awesome. Is, is this guy named Richard? Check out what his name is, too. He's a cool cat, but his name is Richard Johnson. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was funny. Oh, dude. You know what's funny is, is it's actually... Um, it's an exact replica of my own. It's like exact size and they took a mold of it. So, but I get royalties on it, right? The residual income from it is amazing. I'm stoked. So, so let me ask you the one question. Does size matter? Yeah, size matters. Like the size of your bank account. Yeah. <laughs> it does. I, right? For me, it does, right? The more, the bigger my bank account is, the more the More freedom. Pay, yeah. Right? Hey, so for sure. Let me ask you, like, honestly, so I got friends of my friends that make 250, 500,000 a year. And they're like struggling. How does that work? They don't they don't manage their cash. They don't do financial. They don't have a, a financial freedom management system. Right. They don't manage their cash flow. That's crazy. Yeah. Do so, you have I, any I, owner, do you have to be, can, can you become what? wealthy? Can you become wealthy working for someone? Yeah, absolutely. I was when I was flying to San Diego for the mastermind. I met um, I met this gentleman that what he did is he'd been working as a CEO for thirty years, but he would work for companies 
that were bought by venture capitalists that were kind of like underperforming. And then they bring yeah. him in to make it performing on a higher level. And then they'd sell the company four or five years later. Dude, he got paid handsomely, not only with a salary, but also with his stock options inside of these companies as they grew, right? So you can definitely become extremely wealthy, but you does do he have get, a part does of he revenue share. Does he get paid revenue share as they continue to sell? I don't know if he, I don't know. I didn't go into detail with him, but, um, but he did pretty he, well. <laughs> yeah, he did fantastic. I mean, he's running some of his companies are, that he's are as much as a hundred million dollar companies. Wow. Yeah. Hey, so let me ask you this question. I was talking to a client of mine this week. He just joined a cool cat. What do you do if you're going from like a certain, like say four employees to like 12 employees? It sounds, it's pretty scary, right? Like, yeah, it's pretty scary. Dude, so wait, 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 check it out. We got 100 comments so far on this stream. I think that might be one of my highest commented streams ever. That's because Mr. Me, Worldwide is here, man. Yes. Give me some thumbs up and some reactions because I'm a huge believer in celebrating. So let's celebrate together. Hey, so, so, so like, for example, if you're going from four to let's say 12 or whatever, you're adding eight people to your payroll, you gotta have yeah. your, you gotta have your plan right. Right. And it's really scary. Even if you have your plan, right. Cause how do you get, how are you going to add more streams of income to the business and make sure, Hey, Jimmy, yep. Go Gators. Make sure that the business continue to grow and not hit a flat line. I, for me, I can tell you for me, my experience, every time my business was, was going to grow from here to here. I made less money during that period of time. Personally, I made yeah, less. I, I think I, I, I think that there's always some ups and downs. Right. Um, I don't know if that's because of the investment that goes into it. I honestly think it's a part of the mind freak that you get because yeah. you have to break fear when you grow. Like you're looking for a marketing person now, right? And you have digital, your, digital media. Your, your organization's grown. And every time we talk about it, every time you hit a ceiling cap, whether you go from 500 to 700, whether you go, whatever, every time you go through the ceiling caps, you're measuring your, your wins and you're measuring your, your cash flow, you know? So, so, so real quick, Michael just asked what your name is. Um, and I don't know if it shows on your side, but up in the right corner, I think it might. Uh, Al Tori. So Al Tori. Boom, right there. So, dude, so, so it's really, really cool. I just... I just posted a link. Click on it if you want to learn more about financial freedom management, how to manage your cash flow. That's cool that you were able to post that link. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, man. I like. I appreciate you guys being on here. Uh, click the share button if this has created value for you. Can't see on our end. What can't you see? The worldwide. I, I don't. Oh, you can't see the name. I've never, I don't, I've never paid attention to it. You need to get a name badge. Like when you first got into real estate, remember that magnetic name badge? I, ne I never wore a name badge. Yeah, you did, dude. I know you did. No. So I want to remind everyone to get this book. I just got this book for my kids. Highly yeah. recommend it. Hey, can I share with you, Al, one thing that to recommend that you share with your kids? Yeah. Share the, the phrase. Money comes easily and frequently. You want me to swap that for you? Watch How do you do this? Watch this, Al. I am becoming a wizard at this. Oh, I just flipped my cam. Never mind. I'm not becoming a wizard. You can you can do it, but I'm not going to teach you right now. It's too much work. Oh, nice. <laughs> You're funny, dude. How do I do this? So can I? Is that better? No, it's backwards. Richest man in Babylon. Just write it down. Go get the book. You can get it yeah. for like 10 bucks on Amazon. Hey, so um, where do we go from here, Al? Like, where, where do we, what, what's, what's your plan to go financially free to 10 extra financial freedom and get there? Uh, well, dude, I got it. Hold on. I'm trying to type something. Right now, what I'm... <laughs> Al's focused, guys. Al is focused right now. Dude, I don't know how to Cody. do it. That's all I, right. I love to have an audible account. Make sure you're physically reading the books as well, because yeah. it, the way it goes through your neural pathways is dramatically different than just the audio version. Dude, dude. don't type, Greg said. You're making the, all the screen mess up. Sorry, dude. Okay, so check this out. 
So my next yeah. step, personally, actually, I'm going to do a little bit more research. I'm going to add a, a, a third account now. It's going to be officially the financial freedom account. So yeah. I had the money in another financial freedom account, but that was really, it's really, it's not really liquid. So it's really hard to grab the money when it's not very liquid. So I'm going to add on a different stream of income now. In addition to that, I'm actually going to uh, add a new account, which is going to be a self-directed IRA. And uh, that way the money is more liquid than the way I have it set up on that account. If that makes sense. That's my, that's the next one thing I'm doing. I wanted to respond to Logan. Logan said, shoot, we did something crazy, sold our house, paid off all our debt, except for a truck, and now we're buying another house and looking at investment properties. I would recommend for anyone, this goes for anyone, before you go out buying investment properties and putting your money into investment, I get asked, where do I invest my money all the time? The real question should be asked, where do I learn how to invest my money, right? That should be the real question to be asking. So what I would, I would suggest, and I know you're in our financial freedom nation um, because all of our mastermind partners get to go through that for free. But Logan, go, that's a great place to start is get educated on first your management, your cash management flow. Second, get uh, educated on your risk tolerance and risk versus return on your investment. And, and then you'll start to be able to know where to place your money. Yeah. Um, you want to post a link to sign up for that? Yeah, I did post it, but I will post it one more time. Here it is. Uh, we, we sold so Michael asked for the, for the voicemail. The trick with, with the voicemail I leave is that um, it's very short and people think it's like this special tool, but it really is. It's short. You know, I don't, you know, it, it's a very short voicemail. If you want it, just share the stream and, uh, and I'll send it to you. Share the stream. We've already had about 10 or 11 shares, I think. Have um, we? I don't see the do favor I, as you guys are. I don't even on. know what's going on here. I see your, your face and my awesome face. That's all I see here. Um, uh, if you guys are hopping on, put post in the comments where you're from. I'd love to hear. Anybody from country, Florida, if you're from Florida, post Go Gators. If you're from Florida, put Go Gators. Um, Mojo, yeah, I did share. I don't know what to talk about Mojo. Sorry, I use, I use Vulcan Seven. Hey, so I was talking to James today about how many more realtors are out there. How many of them are discounting their commission? So. I had an I had an interview with a for sale my owner you know presentation and she told me that four Keller Williams agent were willing to do the job for four percent five dude I what I was I zoomed out for a second sorry dude I lost you, you hold lost on one second give me one second we got Michigan in the house Greenville South Carolina. Okay, so we got 13% battery left. So um, let's let's continue some top topic here. Actually, let's respond to some of these guys. Robert said, I, I think I just broke the video at my end when I shared it. Hey, check it out, man. We got Sao Paulo here, my friend Bruno. Dude, Bruno's the man, dude. That's, a, that's one of their, their soccer teams there. Yeah. Hook them horns. Boo Gators. Hey, man. That's so, funny, guys. So, look, man, I had to, to, yeah, so Dylan asked if I got the listing. Actually, I am getting this listing, but I'm having to match this deal for 5 for five percent And I, I never or, do. Or you can just say, dude, let's get back together and talk about it and slap it down again and just close for the, for the normal commission I, rate. I could do that, but these KW agents around here are doing that, and it's kind of... <laughs> These KW agents. I'm a KW agent. I know, dude, but come on, man. Like that's 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 hey. that's, that's called prostitution, man. I call it charging my full worth in real estate, and that's why if you're not in fearless agent, I'm doing a shameless plug for the fearless agent nation. If you're not in fearless agent, you should get in there because that's what we teach is to get your full worth in real estate and to build a real duplicatable business. Ah, Cody said. See, that's my man right there. Cody's the man. Seven percent, love it, dude. Hey, you know what? Seven rhymes with heaven. Hey, because you know I work really hard for my clients, man, and it's not about the money. It's like, dude, I'm I'm not working at five percent. I'm working my 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 tail off, you know. Yeah. For and sure. I, I I I mean I give a lot more value than just 
than just selling a house. You know, it's, it's, it's a lot more that goes to it. Dude, so Logan said the magic question, we teach the magic question in Fearless Agent. The magic question secured me two listing appointments this weekend. So just by what Fearless Agent is, he's got two listing presentations to go on. Nice work, my man. Hey, so, so what's going to happen with the shift, right? All these agents are out there, all these newest. What's going to happen when the shift comes? Are they going to get caught with me, like, really? They're going to get caught with their pants down. And I think a lot of people are going to get caught with their pants down who don't have – and I know I talk about this all the time because of financial freedom nation, but if you don't have your financial management in order, your financial freedom management, you're going to get caught naked when the storm blows in. And here's, here's what I think is funny. I, I love to ask people all the time because I talk to people all across the country right now with, with all our business and what we're doing. And I always lost, like to ask people that have been around a while, what, where's your take on the market, right? And you know what people tell me? They tell me that the market's stable. It's just the baby or the, the millennials buying homes. If you think this market's stable, if you're not confused and concerned about this market, then you are, you're, you're playing in the, in the wrong sandbox, dude. You're blind to what's happening. I mean, there's no way that every fucking city in North America can have its greatest, uh, you know, the greatest market it's ever experienced. Is it hot or is it cold in, in Miami? Dude, it's, it's pretty sizzling. Realtors, realtors on this thread, on, on a scale of one to 10, 10, your, your market is on fire. One is it's the coldest it's ever been. Put where you would rank your market below. And this little, this little survey will tell us big time where we're at with the real estate market. Tatum Hood Real Estate. We will shameless plug. We'll outwork everyone. DFW hot. Dylan says it's a seven, but he's in New fucking Jersey. You know, yeah. Dude, Palm Beach. Why is that not possible? Is a is a great question. Well, think about this. Historically speaking, Greg, if you look over the history of every market, when everyone was getting in on the deal, when everyone's talking about it, when everyone's stoked on it, when everyone's making a ton of fucking money. You're hitting the peak of a cycle. It's just cyclical how markets work. 10, Nashville. Paula said seven. Where are you from, Paula? I'd love to hear. Henry says it's an eight. I say so I, I, I take an eight market over a 10 market because you know the 10 yeah. market's going to shift. Leveling off a little bit. Dude, that's what I loved about when I was single, too. I'd go for the eights versus the tens. The tens, they were the bitches. The eights were the cool chicks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Eights are way cooler than tens, no matter where you look at it. They had, they had personality, right, Colton? They had personality. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's cool. So Dylan told me he's moving to San Diego. I'm stoked about that. I'm all, I'm in it finally, dude. I've been finally. Just, he's getting out of out of Jersey. It's crazy. So so, so post a com post a comment if you're from Jersey. Yeah, Dylan, you don't count. Jersey on this thread. So Al, let's talk about the market. Yeah. And I know that Greg said, I've been talking about this for two years. I have been talking about this for two years. And if you guys follow me long enough, you'll, you'll know that I play more on the conservative side than the all in let's rush and, and not know where the market's at. Right. I want to know what's coming my way. And I would rather be early to this party that's about to happen than be yeah. the last one to fucking show up when the cops are busting it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Look, man, I, 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 I tell you, my financial freedom account is going to be, if it's two years from now when this whole thing shifts, I don't care, man. I'd rather act like the market is changing now, like it, like we're in that market, rather than get caught without the pants. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't want to get caught like that again. And uh, Dude, check the only out. way to do it is have a freedom account in place. And this financial freedom that we talked about earlier today is the only way that I can prepare for that shift. Which, by the this way... Is what, this is why I love social media and our network. Michael said in his market, they'll sell 1,300, they sold 1,326 homes last month on the market. And there are only 692 uh, on the 692 listings. They have not listed more than 700 listings in a, mo a month. And look at how many they're selling. Wow. 1,300 homes. They're coming on the market. Holy cow. What what, what, hey, Mike, Michael, where's he from? What, what state is he in? Uh, we'll see. Let's see what he posts. Wow, you're kidding me. That's crazy. 
Dude, I just pinned my comment. Look at how badass that is. I just pinned my comment. Can you guys see that? So it, don't forget to subscribe to my channel, by the way. The shameless plug. Fresno, Fresno California. Fresno, hey, Fresh, Fresno was hot back in, even in 2005, four. Fresno was pretty hot, too, back then. Yeah. It was about back then, and then it got hit with the same, everything we got hit on, and then now it's back to being that hot. That's crazy. So, so my point is this. The market's hot. If you don't know that, you're living in a fucking hole. And if you're not, if that doesn't concern you up here, then you're, you're retarded. And, and you got to look at this. How can I prepare for when it shifts? Because when you prepare for the shift, you can make money as the market goes up right now. I mean, are you not making more money than you've ever made in your entire life? I am. I'm thankful, man. Dude, I am making more money than any other time I've been alive because of this market and because of the timing and because of my, my knowledge and where I'm at. At the same time, I know it won't last forever. So when it shifts, I want to, I want to make even more money when the market shifts. And you've got to be prepared for it. Yeah. Tony Robbins talks about that in his new book. Because a lot of people get caught. They get caught Let me ask without... you, where will people get caught when the market shifts? Like, like just desperation. Panic mode sets in. So Scarcity. you start to take discounted listings. Scarcity, right? I mean... I can't get a listing. I'm not going to have a sale. Look, even in a bad market, if your skill set is good, you'll you'll do fine. But your skill set has to be on point, and you got to adjust quickly. You got to adjust quickly, in order to stay on board. Like Jordan, 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 and I were talking about that in San Diego a couple of weeks ago because he went through the rough market himself, and uh, yeah. you know it was a lot of people did. And look, you know, I, this market is different than it was then. It was still hot, but it's not like. The loan, this is a lot of cash deals, man. I just put a deal under contract today, cash. I got two cash offers on that property. It's a lot of cash. Dude, but money's getting loose right now. I know that for a fact. I just, I told you this. I just secured $100,000 line of credit that's unsecured. unsecured. Like that's just, that's unsecured. That's ridiculous money, right? They just gave me a hundred grand to spend with no security that they're going to get it back, right? I just I just grabbed another uh, refinance of one of my properties that they closed. I mean, literally, they approved it in like two days. They gave me another hundred fifty thousand dollar line of credit on some other properties. Are I got shit in the middle. Dude, I got U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank is willing to give me twenty five thousand dollars at two percent for the next eighteen months. Two percent for the next eighteen months. When you, that's what I'm talking about. Money lending's getting loose, so it's not the market won't crash tomorrow, but the signs. Of, of loosening credit because credit and cash spending is what drives this economy. If you guys aren't already aware of that, it's the, it, it's money exchanging hands, right? Mm -hmm. So credit just enhances the amount of, of hands that currency can exchange. So as you take credit and you pay me some, for something right now, all of a sudden that money turns real for me and it becomes a liability for you. And now it becomes an asset for the bank and the bank's making money off of it. It's costing you money. And now I have actual money that I can reinvest to get interest. Make sense? Yeah, it does. But when the market shifts, lending tightens up. Like what happened in 2008, 9, and 10, and 11, it was hard for people to get loans. So for spending was difficult. So then properties went down. The stock market had gone down and then shot back up and it's just going gangbuster since then. And so when the market corrects and shifts, you'll see that the lending tighten up. So you're seeing lending get loose right now. And how long it stays loose before it tightens? When it starts to tighten, it's usually pretty it's short. Too late. It's, it's too late when it starts to tighten. Yeah. If you're prepared for it. Yeah, you start seeing that when they go like now you can get a loan with three percent down, you know, and like yeah, that's that wasn't the case three years ago. Yeah. yeah. Hold on, I gotta check my battery. Yeah. Uh, great question. Yeah, I think we covered that, but let's yeah. Percent leverage. Okay, man. Well, if you guys have enjoyed this conversation, I don't know how many of you stayed on the whole time. We had a great, a great little portion there. Yeah. Give yeah. us some thumbs up if you like the conversation and uh, say yes so we know if you're, we get your feedback, if it's working or not. Sweet. Greg says, double your daily context and pro I, don't, yeah. I think you meant problem solved. I can't see all of it. Mine's not showing the whole thing. I wish I could give myself some thumbs up. I'd give myself some thumbs up. Cool, and, man. And Anything else you want to share? Okay, so a couple things. 
go to um, if you go into Instagram, check out what is it, Altoy Worldwide? Yeah, yeah. Altoy Worldwide and, yeah. and the WGR. And here's something interesting about Instagram, by the way. They are on track to um, hopefully in, by the end of the year hit one billion users on Instagram. Another reason why I suggest owning Facebook stock because Facebook owns Instagram and it is crushing Snapchat. Snapchat is getting crushed right now. Yeah. So um, check out that. Also, if you're interested in wanting to grow your real estate sales business, go to fearlessagent.com. Sign up before pricing goes up. I know I've said that for a while, but literally that company's growing so fast, we're going to have to raise prices. Um, the, the other thing I would re recommend is Monday night, I am starting an eight-week course teaching financial, financial management system. It's called Financial Freedom Nation. I offer the course to 25 people for a dollar because I wanted to help really create some value for a lot of people's lives. I got over 200 people that wanted to be a part of the course. So the, the, the 25 spots sold out in 15 minutes. So I opened it up for everyone. And you can join if you want to. If you don't, that's fine too. But it's $97. Breaks down to $12 a week for this eight-week course. I'm going to go in-depth and share with you the exact financial management system that took me from being average to financially free from 2012 to you know 2016 and then continued past that. So I'm going to share those secrets with you. I'm going to share with you what they didn't teach you in school that is literally keeping you a slave. Um, and then one other thing I want to share, Al, let's talk about what is financial freedom? What is your, what is your definition? For me, it's having passive and residual income to support my desired lifestyle, 100%. Right. Yeah. 100%. So it's having your passive money, the mo your money that earns interest, your investments, your right. businesses pay right. you on a residual passive way that you could wake up and fog the mirror, still live your lifestyle that you're currently living and not have to go to work, right? And I think financial freedom is one step further. It stems really, I think for me and a lot of people from the book, Think and Grow Rich. I used to read that book because I wanted to make a lot of money, which has been the result of my actions. However, what I learned from that book is literally the idea can turn into the physical substance. So you with an idea can create anything. And let me, let me give you an example of how you can create money out of thin air. So I'm looking at doing an investment right now where a, a guy needs $25,000 for 12 months. He'll pay me 12% interest with two origination points. But like I said, U.S. Bank will give me $25,000 at 2%. So I borrow from them at 2 and I lend over here for 12 I just created a 10% return on money that's not even mine. You see what I'm saying? That's how you can create money out of thin air. You can do it with product sales. Um, another example is Financial Freedom Nation. When I first was going to launch Financial Freedom Nation, I didn't plan to make any money on it. But because there was such demand and the value was there, I'll probably just off of this launch with not even trying, probably make about three grand on it. So you can take your, you can take your skills and your, your knowledge skill. and your experience and you can package it up and you can share it to other people's, so other people's, other people's so that their lives will increase and enhance and in turn they'll pay you for it. That to me is, is even a next level of financial freedom when you can create something out of nothing, when you can create the impossible into possible, the invisible into visible. Very true. Very powerful. It helped me a lot, actually. It's the best thing I could have done. Creating the habit Sweet was the dude. Yeah. Look, I'm, my battery's running out too, man, here. Me too. So let's answer any questions right here. Um, click the share button one last time for us so that this can get out to other people. And give us one more round of reactions um, if, if this was a value creation for you. And, and please share below, yes, you like this. Or even if you didn't like it, tell me no, it sucked. But my, my, my odds are that you probably liked it if you, you hung on here. Cody, great feedback. Thank you so much. James, good dividend stocks. I don't know. I haven't bought any lately. I definitely would recommend Apple. They, they are a good one. Um, but I don't really focus on dividends that much. Good question, though. Uh, appreciate you guys. Sign up for Financial Freedom Nation. We'll see you Monday. We're nice doing job. Cool things with Facebook. Yes, Under Armour. I told you Under Armour. I told yeah. you Under Armour, James. Yeah. Why do you think Under Armour is a good investment, Al? Do you know much about them? Not really, but I do know that they've been doing really well for the last seven years. So they had something happen last year that crushed their stock. 
They went from, and I don't know the exact number, $65, $70 a share. And I'm guessing James will probably know he owns it. 15, 20 bucks a share right now. So they had a huge drop when Sports Authority went out of business and they lost massive distribution. So currently they're very undervalued. So if you purchase now and they're not, Under Armour's probably not going away. It could, but it's highly unlikely based on their growth models into China and outside of the United States. So they're growing at such a rapid rate. If you buy 18 bucks, 20 bucks a share over the next three to five years, as they continue to grow and advance into their global market, you'll more than make your money like a shit ton. I didn't know that. Yeah, well now you know. However, it breaks my rule of investing. Currently, I could change this rule as I go, but currently my rule of investing is to buy what I use. I just don't use Under Armour. Well, now you've been going to the gym, right? I have. I, I'm going to go buy some Under Armour to wear at the gym so I can buy some fucking Under Armour stock. Now I'm fitting my rule. There Boom. Problem solved. I just... Well, I appreciate you, man. I respect you a ton. I'm grateful you're a part of the Real Estate Hustlers Mastermind. Do you want to invite any new Mastermind partners to join us? Oh, dude, I'd like to see two more people join, honestly. Two more. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If you guys want to get, we're doing a free mastermind on the 23rd. Give me one second. I'll share Talk to him and I'll be on in just one second. Let me see if I can find the actual posted here. Hang on here. I just posted the link right now. So if you guys want to register to come on a free mastermind on March 23rd, link is in my, uh, I just put it in the comments. You guys can join us. You ready to peace out, dude? Say goodbye. Say bye, man. Hey, tomorrow's my wife's birthday. So happy birthday to her. If she's on the stream. I happy just... birthday. Happy yeah. birthday. We love hey guys, you. Th thanks for sharing the stream. Appreciate all you guys. See ya. Thanks. See ya.